Welcome to Stop, Hack, and Roll, a podcast about a new fictional card game based on the video game of the podcast. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we'll be talking about the latest and hopefully greatest version of Rat Crawl, Rat Crawl Tactics, the RPG. That's my brain been exploding on Lancer lore. <laughs> but it's, uh, Lancer lore, not even once. Yeah. It's it's weird. That sounds weird. And then, fantastic. And then I, yeah, and then I and then I have to forget. and then the thing is that when I'm running it then I have to forget all about the gods and try, the other things. Try not just to think remember, about future mechs that try, are coming try back to in think time. About future mechs and just think about like what are the stats for this harpoon? That's amazing. That's so good. How do I fire these missiles? <laughs> It's like the book is waging war on me, where it's like, <laughs> here, you're supposed to be running this game, but also, don't forget about this god. That's what you're going to want to think about. You have to fight that g- thought about god, the, the machine god, in order to remember the stats. Do take 1d6 psychic damage for that, though. All right. Uh, Hi. So, so, it's been a little yeah. while since we've done one of these, but we still know yeah. how to do it, and that was a great cold open. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're pros. Exactly. Except when we forget to record the episode entirely. Yeah, that's the Which other is time. maybe what happened. Last that is time. that is actually exactly got, what happened. I got real busy, and then it was like it was eight o'clock, and I was like, oh, 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 oh yeah, oh, we didn't do that thing we were supposed to do. Yeah, James sent me a wave later, and I was like, oh, yeah, whoa, we we're supposed to do that. <laughs> because so anyway. it used to be that my schedule rotated on A weeks and B weeks. And now it doesn't, and so I don't remember things anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, mine still does that. Okay. Um. But but anyway, so we're back, and we've got a thing to talk about. Yeah, or you do. Yeah, uh, it's been a little while since we've talked about Rad Crawl, and uh, as is my custom, every three months I get you, into a cocoon. Well, yeah. <laughs> and create an entirely new version of Rad Crawl. Which, what's the what's the new what's the subtitle for this one? Uh, this one is, I'm torn between Radcrawl Tactics and <laughs> okay. Radcrawl, uh, Radcrawl the RPG. Radcrawl the RPG is better. I, I feel like Radcrawl the RPG is pretty fun. Um, and part of that is because the meta has changed, the meta narrative. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, it's actually the meta meta narrative has changed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's so clear exactly it's gonna it's all gonna become clear uh so rad crawl tactics rad crawl the rpg is based on the mobile game rad crawl okay yeah and so this is the this is your tabletop version of the mobile game rad crawl which is a uh single player roguelike tactics kind of game Okay, and so this Which, is, to be clear, doesn't exist. Does not exist. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a this is the uh, Pokemon the the card the trading card game the video game, but if, you're skipping the first two steps. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the the basic concept is still the same that you are adventurers that are in uh, a dungeon and you're trying to adventure and get through it, but the game is aiming to be a little bit probably like a little board gamier it's going to be like a little a little more abstracted uh 
little more, a little bit more like wearing the video gameness on its sleeves, right? So it, in this current incarnation, probably involves a map and is like a little more tactics-y, like a little more Final Fantasy Tactics feeling. Uh, and I'm leaning in hard to the concept that uh, you might be doing things like uh, trading things online. <laughs> okay. I'm so happy um, with this new version. Uh, <laughs> this was not at all what I expected. I had I had seen... So whenever whenever we like this is some some, some behind the the curtain thing but like whenever it becomes clear that like you're on something and I, and that it's probably going to be a topic for the episode yeah. I stop paying attention to you okay. so that it can be something that I genuinely have to learn about on the episode okay. um because I think that that's more interesting <laughs> yeah um and so I had I have only like I had only had a rough idea of where you had gone with this and this was not at all what I thought yeah, it's, it's got so, uh, more Pokemon, Gotcha, and Final Fantasy Tactics than it used to. <laughs> uh, so here's here's the overall concept. Uh, the concept for Radcrawl kind of remains the same. That it is a, a roguelike arena dungeon crawl that you have fantasy characters and they're going in. And we know they're probably going to die most of the time. And we're going for like quick games, fast combat. And like that's kind of the whole whole point of things to sort of have the fast, brutal play that you then upgrade and you upgrade through items and stuff like that. But I had a idea that I think is genius. It unfortunately makes the game much more likely to be digital only, which Mm -hmm. I'm not super thrilled about, but I'm still working Mm -hmm. out how to fix that. And that is that each player has their own digital deck of cards. So instead of having the players as a whole sharing a deck of cards that has like uh, different weapons that have different artifact abilities Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, each player has their own, which is generated when they first start playing the game. (laughs) And you can go, do you see where I'm getting put some Pokemon in this? (laughs) Yeah. So it's like you've gone and bought a bunch of cards. Yeah. And, it, and, and then you, those cards become, and then I'm 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 assuming that there's still like a uh, a mechanic where you're advancing and stuff your own cards. Exactly. Yeah. So the deck is progressing. But the cards that you get are partially generated. So like, okay, uh, all spears might have the same level up bonus, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, uh, this is going back to an old Radcrawl idea that had like the. Uh, element uh element form uh ability mm-hmm. and yeah, so you'll yeah, have the same that. thing but it's going to be randomly generated for you okay. so you might have a lightning spear but my rare my rare uh lightning weapon is a sword but not you're not randomly generating it every time you're no, just you're randomly generating once. it once yeah so really like this there's no the only thing that's preventing this from being immediately physical is just you need something that basically generates cards and prints them out yeah which <laughs> there's some difficulty to that of going okay. like uh like you know it could be a print and play i think it could also be played yeah. potentially like on a phone or on a tablet around a table you know i bet you could i bet you could with a reasonably simple program 
make something that would randomly generate and then lay out cards. That so could you be. Could then print them out. I, I've also been thinking that this could be done with like a big table that like it doesn't it, you can random you know can know what the cards are and roll mm-hmm. on the table for it and like the cards don't need to be physical. Um so all of that to say. So that's that's the weapons yeah. and stuff, right? Which we've kind <laughs> of known is going to have like an, a randomization effect. Yeah. So do classes. Okay. Uh which, you, which there are classes now. There are classes I think there now. There yeah. um, well, well, right, because remember in the uh, mobile game, uh, mm. when you did like your gotcha pulls, you would get like a fighter character or like a mage character or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a set of abilities that you can start out with for each of those classes. Uh, there's going to be uh, like a color, probably that has to do with like your element. And then I think like an area, like a location okay, that's generated also. So like, let's say you're, if you're generating your fighter, you might get like, oh, this is a fighter. This is plant element. Uh, and they uh, are from the mountains. These fighters are, and their color is blue and their mm-hmm. animal is the hawk. So are you imagining... Sorry, I'm just trying to like keep track of all this. I'm I'm um, racing through this. <laughs> so okay, so you so you have a deck of cards that have been that are that are randomly generated items. Yes, right. Uh, which are the loot and stuff that you'll run into during the game. Yes. Um, and then you have also well, each of us will have one of those. We'll also you generate a character like a class. You generate a class, mm-hmm. uh, or not generate a class. You but pick like, a class. Roll. You pick a class. Roll on a table. Make a character. Um, when that character dies, do you re-roll your deck or do you keep going with the same deck? You keep going with the same deck. And then do you have to make a character of the same class or can you... No, you start with several classes. Um, and okay. it might even be that everybody starts with like the same... That, that, all the, that there's four classes. Mm-hmm. But the classes are like a little different from each other, right? So, like, when your thief that is poison element uh, does their special backstab, then it's poison damage. When my thief that does his special damage uh, backstab, it's fire damage. Uh, or we might even not even start with the same abilities. Uh, I just came up with a, a terrible money-grabbing version of this where you... So, so okay, so what if... What if you bought like a 60 card deck. Okay. That was all of you. It was like, so you didn't have to do anything. You just went to the store. You find uh, Radcrawl, the, the, the RPG, the card game. You buy a deck. In that deck, there are whatever, 50 items and 10 cards worth of like the rules and classes. Yeah. So you have, you have, you, you have your four classes. Um, you play your, you, you, like, you decide you're going to play the, the fighter. You, um, you play, you level up the cards. Every time you play, like you advance stuff like that. Um, when that fighter character dies, you have to tear that card up. Oh, you oh God. <laughs> you can keep playing the deck, but you can't keep playing the fighter because you've used the fighter. Uh, so now you can play one of the other classes that came with the deck. Right, yeah. Uh, once all of them die, there are no classes left. You have to buy a new deck. Just going to have to get a new deck. Just going to have to get a new one. Well, that's part of what I was playing with. I was like going real digital on it is that it removes 
like it lets me do silly gotcha style like stuff yeah without being like really uh really bad uh <laughs> like for example you could unlock an ability that's you could unlock an advance that's like make a new fighter class and you generate a new mm. one and boom now you've got two choices of fighters or like if you and i play a game and i'm like oh man your ranger was so cool uh i can be like hey can you send me just send me that line that uh excel line and you're like yeah sure and boom now i've got that too it's where it's pokemon like i wonder if okay so i'm having two thoughts okay one jumping what's wrong back- with you brandon <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Jumping back to Lancer for a second. Okay. Actually. Um, I I don't I guess I don't know how at some point maybe I should just show show this to you because I can walk you through it in a way that you might not be able to do by yourself. But you should look at CompCon. CompCon hmm. is a tool designed for Lancer. Okay. I, be- I someone will have to correct me. I believe it's designed by the people who make the game. Okay. And it is the single greatest uh associate like piece of associated software to a role playing game period that's awesome i've i've seen like, i i'll admit part of this was inspired by me playing a game recently on D&D Beyond yeah and i was like oh online stuff has really advanced yeah compcon is it's like it's incredible it is it is a weird unique system that lets you make characters it knows all of the things like it has all of the 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 cards and stuff like the compendium of knowledge where you can go look up it's just like so on its very face level it's all of the tables in the book um that's and and it lets you look it up showing me this yeah and so it lets you quickly get to all the things it lets you find all the different like what all the different tags mean uh, it lets you make your character and track your character, and then it lets you or me as the GM build out uh, encounters uh, and NPCs, and then it lets me track all that during the game. And so something like this, where yeah. everybody is running their own version of CompCon, basically, yeah. or like RadCon, um, <laughs> uh, would would be the dream. something that, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Because um, currently, thing, I'm only as far as like, make a spread make a google sheets thing you know yeah 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 um i had another weird thought okay because so i have so the way this is this is the weird way that my brain works so ever since i played and talked to kevin petker about princess world the first time i have been absolutely in love with this idea that you generate uh, a kingdom in the full version of Princess World for your yes. princess. That is the kingdom that you come from. You define facts about that world. And every time you go to a new game to play Princess World, you bring that kingdom with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if we play, if we, if you and I play together, then I bring my kingdom, you bring your kingdom. And we can either go to a place that is in your kingdom, in my kingdom, in a different kingdom that's been defined. Um or like sort of on the border between our two kingdoms or like uh I play a lot I play the the skateboard princess okay. and so the the skateboard princess is I haven't actually played the full version of the game with the kingdom but I have loosely defined that the 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 kingdom for my skateboard princess is the long road it's just a highway that goes through every other kingdom nice and and so it's like it's um it's um it's it's fury mad max fury road style mm-hmm. except that 
every everyone in the kingdom is in a truck driving all the time. <laughs> um, and so I wonder if you couldn't do something similar to that, like because if everyone has their own deck, yeah, and you're sort of and every time you make a character or every time you generate a character class or generate a character for a class, you're sort of defining more of the world. Mm-hmm. Like they're from the mountains, they're, yeah. they dress in this color a lot. Um, you're sort of creating these broad strokes definitions of things that are in your world around the deck. I wonder if you couldn't um, establish that like, so if you and I play together, I've got my deck where I know some things about my part of the world, yeah. and you have your deck and you know some things about your part of the world, oh. and so now our adventure is taking place like oh, that's cool. on the border between those two worlds because and all of that is to say here is my other my the 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 big my my galaxy brain move which is so say you have that deck yeah uh where you have destroyed so you you've played and had die all of the classes now you have a deck that has no classes it's like a fallen kingdom or a uh uh it's mm. just like a, it's a, it becomes a dungeon like a world that you can go like a, a section of the world you can go to to explore it's the um it's the um it's the thing from uh dwarf fortress where when your dwarf mm, fortress yeah. fails you can then go play the adventure game and like explore the fallen uh part of that world that is really cool. I had considered, I'd intended that, uh, like many mobile games, uh, you, <laughs> uh, yeah. cause like, you know, it's, it's, it's here to take your money. Uh, no gems, <laughs> not real money. Um, but that you'd have like a bunch of things to upgrade and that like you'd have spaces in your sheet to like fill in information. Like your, your fight, your class will start off named fighter. Uh, you should not keep your class named fighter, you know, oh, like interesting. you yeah. should put, there will be spaces to input lore, uh, so that like you can rename all of the cards that you have, right? Um, you, you, that's good. I like that a lot. You can't also mess with it cause it's, you know, it's an Excel sheet. I'm not going to be able to stop you. I'm not your dad. Uh, but like if you have played 20 games and your sword, the, like the super cool sword that turns flame into life is still named like fire sword or like rare sword. Yeah. <laughs> that's extremely boring. Um, and so like basically some of the lore is like intended to be this building, this like building almost procedural lore. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having, I haven't looked at all at like the, the GM side, I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of a GM, but it might be yeah. like, it might be really informal. It might be as a group, you know, Having, uh, hmm. because my gut says that if I'm generating all of these cards, it, there's nothing wrong with generating some monsters too and have monsters yeah. feel a little bit different yeah, for each yeah. person's deck. Um, I really like, so I think, I think that the idea of like the, the dead decks is probably like a, a weird thing, but I do like the idea that like your, your deck represents the section of the world that you come from and you sort of like this define more of it as you play there. Yeah. Which also sort of implies that maybe you could even just do solo play, which is interesting. I feel like this is a game that, that you should be able to do some solo play for. Uh, like, cause like my intention for this is that it is a game that is, has like some real nostalgia to it that like gives mm-hmm. some feeling of lonely fun. Like, you know. It's fun to grab a card of Magic the Gathering cards and kind of like look through them, see what things are, right, you know? Yeah. I've done that a bunch. Yeah, me too. Um, 
Now, the so the thing that would be interesting about this, if it was a physical game, if it was a physical card, is that it would let you do stuff like, okay, so maybe we go through the dungeon, and there's yeah. some rules for generating dungeons. Yeah. And we get to the point where we're going to draw uh, treasure. Maybe the way we draw treasure is like, we draw two cards from your deck and two cards from my deck, <laughs> and then we go, okay, do, does it make, like, I go, oh, hey, cool, that's a sweet axe. I'm a, I'm playing a, a character who rolls with axes right mm-hmm. now. Can I have that? And now that's yes. my card. It's in my yes, deck. James, you're in my and head. And then we trade it back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly that is exactly the intention. When you get to a treasure room, you all draw a card, and then uh, if you if it is your own card, you can take first dibs on it. But otherwise, you work out together as a party and you swap the cards around. Yeah. Um, if if you're just doing it temporarily. You probably just like toss down the two stats or whatever it is, like, you know, your bonus to it, whatever ability it has. Uh, but after the game, you can say like, hey, you know that, you know that axe I used? That was great. I want that in my deck. And you can either trade or just clone it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the um, idea would be that you're playing around with more people and like goof. And yeah. then obviously when you're leveling it up, it might end up going in a slightly different direction. Because there will be opportunity, there will be some blank spaces on cards, so that you can like get it connected to something else hmm. through some other mechanic in the game. So here's my next bad idea for your game. <laughs> Hit me, because um, that bad idea was just an actual idea that I already had, and yeah. I can point to the tweet um, where I talked about it. <laughs> I so I know that you said. Just you, if we both we can't agree who keeps the card, we clone it because it's whatever. Oh, I meant to like to like add like at the end, like not during right, play. Right, right, yeah. right, right. But what if what if you didn't do that? What okay, if you didn't allow that. What if every one of these cards? What if it was <laughs> rad? What, what if it's rad coin powered by blockchain technology? <laughs> that's so terrible. <laughs> There's only one of every card, and, and that's insured by the blockchain. Yeah, make yeah. sure that uh, yeah. Sorry, you you got to the game too late. There's no swords anymore. There's, yeah, there's <laughs> no swords anymore. Sword has been placed. You have to wait until the next time when they have all the cards or whatever the heck when goes it, on with when a new element is introduced. There will be yeah. swords again. Yeah, uh, for each of the abilities that a sword can have and each of the rarities a sword yeah. can have. Yeah, <laughs> that's so we, terrible. We, we will need your video card. Uh, and a hundred pounds of raw coal these, to, uh, these, to these mine are, rad coin are highly non fungible. <laughs> uh, so, I really think that blockchain is the future of tabletop role playing games. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely not it's like really, an enormous really an un- nightmare that's <laughs> killing our planet. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a, it's an untapped resource. <laughs> Except for uh, it tapping every resource we yeah. have. What? Yeah. Um, but no, God. like, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I think that there is something to be said for, like, saying it's just trading. Yeah. Except that, like, that I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Like, because well, just so, trading is super cool. That's maybe yeah. how I would play it. I think maybe the play recommendation is trade the things, don't. So that's where, like, don't. If you, uh, if you have a thing, uh, if you have if you have a system like CompCon, like yeah. one of the things that you can do in CompCon is you can say, generate me uh, a stat block for yeah. this character, 
and then I can copy and paste that. Like, cause so one of the things that happens in the game is that you, for Lancer, you, you can like scan other people. And so then like, I just go into the, into CompCon, I click generate me a stat block. I give my players that stat block. Yeah. Um, if maybe the way that game works is it's just like, you generate me the stat block for that thing. And then I take that text thing, paste it into my thing, save it. And then it prompts you, Hey, do you want to delete this card from your deck or do you want to save it? Yeah. And you can kind of choose. Yeah. Yeah. With like a nice system. I'd love to see like an opportunity to like do it that way. Yeah. But like even in Excel, like I'm I'm being sure that these cards are all single lines and like every class is a single line so that you can just kind of like click it, copy, mm-hmm. paste. Yeah. Uh, although I don't know actually how well that I would have to figure out how that works. You work don't just have to open each other's decks, which is probably yeah. not an issue. Um, But like, you know. If the recommendation says trade and you say, oh, no, I'm going to clone some Pokemon. Yeah. Come after me, it Nintendo. Happens. Then it happens. I'm not, I'm not in charge of that. Yeah, we, <laughs> I'm can't, not gonna, we can't stop it. I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to uh, design for. <laughs> I'm not going to design for uh, bad intentions, as I always say. Uh, hmm. And then there could be opportunities in the game to like spend in advance to generate a new card. You know? Or to generate five new cards, whatever it is. Um, here's my next bad idea. <laughs> Sorry, this is just me being unhelpful. <laughs> what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if you had a website that was running all of this? And so in that moment when you give me the the, the text code, yeah. so I, I plug it into my computer, it gives you the prompt that says, hey, do you want to delete this or not? Yeah. You have the choice. Do I want to do this or not? If you say no... Then it does something and corrupts both of the cards in both of our decks, and now it's it's still functionally an, a cool axe, but it's a ha- it's like it's hacked, hacked in some way because you, because <laughs> because because the system knows that you, there's two of them. Um, that would be very fun. Uh, I have no clue how to make that happen. Oh, neither do I. Yeah, um, and like I think that that part of this is making making the Excel version to see if it's fun. Because if it isn't fun, then there's no point in it. You know. Yeah. But like so if what I'm what I've I know that you can I know because I've seen like weird mods, you know, to like Cobalt Camp and stuff like that. That you can run a little program and it creates a Excel sheet essentially. Mm-hmm. So my thinking is that that could also allow some like really fun weird stuff like putting out a booster pack of items that has mm-hmm. like uh that generates four new items and you just you know go in open it up it gives you four items and you stick it into your deck you know and like i'm not intending to my intention with this is not to get wildly rich by taking advantage of booster pack <laughs> technology you know like yeah. it, there is there a possibility that i would do some kind of an expansion that adds a whole bunch of new stuff probably but i'm not gonna be like hey uh buy this to generate another three swords from the data you already have <laughs> <laughs> although i would rather it be an in-game mechanic uh mm. that like that you go like I spend in advance after this level to generate five new cards. The game you know? should have the game should have 
um, lock boxes. Loot boxes. But, <laughs> loot boxes. Loot boxes. There we go. But not not things that you're buying. Just things that you're like, like that's what the table is called. The table is just called the loot box. Mm. And so it's like you, when you do something in game enough that you can spend money to buy a loot box that unlocks yeah. five new cards, you just then roll on the table five times and generate five new things. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Simulating but the pay to pay to win. Additionally, I could also like uh, this would also let me go like, hey, it's uh, it's Halloween. Uh, download this little tiny uh, download this little tiny file I put on itch and it will generate five Halloween themed event cards for you boom you know and yes. that would be fun it'd be adorable because <laughs> gen- 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 genuinely the business you want to get into is that is the is distributing poorly regulated exe files yes. over itch that's definitely where the the way to go i know nothing about technology it might be the it would be much better to uh figure out a different way to do that um yeah. I, bet I, I bet i could make a little website with a randomizer yeah that like gives you uh like that's some, real easy some comma separated values to stick into a <laughs> into an excel sheet uh, but yeah, so that is the that's huh. the general shape of this idea. And so like the gameplay itself would be extremely like you're in a dungeon room, let's fight yeah. some monsters and like aim for some like the 4E style tactical magic that it's doing stuff like push somebody, pull somebody, give someone an extra attack, mm, things like yeah, that. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, I love that too. Um and like giving space like not giving like prompt for role play but like accepting that this is a game that's going to appeal to people that like role playing and like yeah. yes you absolutely can and absolutely should play up your awesome gladiator that is going to be dead by the end of this <laughs> there's um there's this is this is the episode where where i talk about bad ideas in lancer a lot um there's a lot of really good movement stuff in lancer which is weird for oh, a nice. mech game um but there's a ton of things where it's like you have a grappling hook and yeah. so you can fire the grappling <sighs> harpoon and it hits the other mech and pulls them towards you or mm-hmm. you can like uh there's one that lets you use like uh, a zip line basically you can yeah. you can establish a zip line across the map and then travel faster because That's like so your cool. mechs move pretty fast but or move pretty pretty slowly like they yeah. only have like you can only move like four squares or five squares but then there's like other abilities that let you like fly or let you move and and then yeah. you can trigger those a limited number of times uh, and that's that's very fun. That is really cool. And like those would be great cards to have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That like you you draw a card and you get like, oh, I can zip line. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's one of the mechs is uh so most of the mechs are like ten feet tall. Like they're not like huge, they're not like like Gundam wing sized mechs, but they're like they're pretty big. Yeah. Um but there's one that's like it's only just a little bit larger than a person. Okay. And like its whole thing is that it just like is a mech hunter. And so, oh, like, nice. it just zip lines around and, like, climbs around on other enemy <laughs> mechs and stuff. So, like... I like heavy movement stuff for my tactical games. Yeah, because you need to have that. You know, like, that's, like, where a lot of the fun is. And, like, that is where I'm going, like, is this too board gamey? But it is playing a game that your characters are going to die by the end of the session. Yeah, yeah. And you want to pick up a new one quickly. And so, like, that's another thing, is that by having the classes be a little weird like that and like be like different for each person. Mm -hmm. There's more reason to play your own, like play different classes. 
and go like, uh, I'm going to grab, because like, if it is all digital, there's, I, I don't need to hold back anymore. As long as I've yeah. got time to create the stuff, like I could put out a game that there's 20 classes with four abilities each and you start every game like as a character, you start with five classes with one ability hmm. and like you can gain the other abilities and all that stuff, but like it builds up together and then that lets you combine classes too. Mm, that is cool. Um, I don't know that there, if there's a game that does this, and if there isn't, then maybe Radcrawl should be this. But one of the things that I like um, that Lancer has is, I told you this is just going to be me talking about Lancer, is it has a lot of um, reactions, things mm. that you can do as a, as a reaction that are more than just the, like, the D&D, like if someone moves into your sphere of control, like you yeah. can get a, an attack of opportunity. There's a lot of things that are like, if if someone moves into your sphere of control or if someone uh, deals damage to an enemy that you can see, or if like a person is next to you and they, uh, then they take heat damage. And yeah. so there's a lot of stuff like I want, like it would be very cool That'd to be, be like, fun. and, and because it's not, it's not, they're not mandatory mm-hmm. because you can trigger, you choose to trigger them and you can only trigger them like once per round yeah, or once per turn. But like, um, there are, it would be cool because then you get this like you get this like the snowball from yeah. like the PBTA snowball basically mm. in a tactical game where like I punch someone so hard it throws them backwards and then you have an you have a character that has a reaction to when a character moving like inadvert like inadvertently moving um <laughs> passes through your range you can do this thing to set them on fire and yeah. then our third friend has a, an ability that's like when someone is on fire you can do this. Yes. And then maybe we like chain our abilities together. Uh, and it all counts as just like a thing that's happening during my turn, but it makes them, it makes combat feel real and like, connected. Connected. Yeah. It flows. Yeah. And like that is one of the things is that I'm going for is like this speed of combat, you know, which is one of the things that's really nice with the digital cards is yeah. I can have some stuff where it's like, yes, this adds the character's strength and it adds the damage and it. Uh, we've added two damage to this card and this character does extra melee damage with a sword. And so like, just like have it quickly run some of those numbers so that you're just yeah. looking at plus 10. Or when, when, a, when a character is on fire, you can teleport to them. That's the other one. That's there's neat. a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, Lancer reactions that are like you, when someone takes damage or something, you can move to them. And so there's a lot of like really good, like movement based stuff. Yeah. That's really. I'm gonna definitely have to dig into Lancer for those kind of things. Yeah, it's um, it's a good game for that kind of tactical stuff. But like having being able to have that kind of stuff, like either within a character class or within some items, lets you have like some real flexibility. Yeah, and it also makes it so that items are potentially distinctly different from each other. Like mm-hmm. if you have a if you've got a knife that lets you teleport to someone's side when they're on fire. And I see that and I'm like, ooh, I want that. Then after the game, I'm really motivated. <laughs> Even if I didn't get to use it this dungeon, mm-hmm. I'm really motivated to say to you, like, hey, give me that knife. <laughs> okay, but what if, what if, what if? <laughs> what if when you die, 
all mm-hmm. of your items can be divvied up by the other players. So I see that you have a cool knife that lets you teleport to fire, and I go, oh, I want that. Yeah. So I attack you <laughs> during a fight uh, to make sure that you die. Oops. Uh, oops. Uh, now I have your knife because I wanted it. <laughs> um, well, is that a thing that you have to equip something in order to uh, to get it uh, afterwards? Uh, or you're talking like you killed me and took my knife. Now I've lost my knife, and you have my knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what playing I mean. Pokemon for keeps. Like, like your character, your character <laughs> died, so you tear up the card that is that class, and also give me that knife card. It's mine now. You died, and your stuff spilled out into the room. Uh, and so and like me and 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 Joe divvied up your gear. So and so now I have. Five fewer items yeah. <laughs> from the cards I drew. Yeah. 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 Should have watched so, your back. Sounds um, great. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> okay, here's, here's, here's the Galaxy Brain good idea. Maybe in order to do that, I have to equip a PvP item that allows me to deal damage. Like, I have to, like, I, I, I in, on the list of things like loot boxes, maybe I have to go spend the, 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 the coin or whatever currency credits to go buy a pvp candle <laughs> that while the candle is burning uh, that's for hilarious. five turns i can do pvp damage that's hilarious <laughs> no one should ever allow me to design a game <laughs> who, <laughs> who approved this who approved this um i'm i, I'm maybe i'm bad actually this. oh no <laughs> um i don't think you're bad i think you are <laughs> chaotic <laughs> Uh, yes, that's true. You found it. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, but so that's kind of like where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, th- I'm keeping it relatively similar to like some D20 systems because I recognize that this is a weird ask overall. Mm-hmm. And so saying like you know, yep, you are rolling a D20 and you're adding a modifier. And you're getting relatively predictable results because it, it like we we don't want to get bogged down in narrative when we're on like a 45 minute long 45 to an hour and a half long board game battle yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, And so part of what I am doing right now and kind of have to be doing right now is working out what abilities the different like things have Mm -hmm. and figuring out uh eventually how to actually generate one of these decks yeah okay i can probably help with that uh that feels like it might be inside of my wheelhouse of things that i can do yeah i feel like there's got to be like generating i wonder if notion can do this i was thinking about notion notion I just added another layer of of database to my <laughs> Urban Shadows uh, <laughs> prep document. I actually like think that I, at some point, once I have uh, once I have smoothed this out a little bit more, yeah, I should release a a gen- like I should just scrub all of the details from my character, like my campaign from this, and make a template and make a template to release to people because I think I have genuinely made like a really cool urban shadows session prep document 
having kind of like leafed through it myself i, I think i think you have yeah i just added i just <laughs> added like a, a layer for the faction turn uh tracking where now there's like now you can now you can plan the faction turns and when you when you're when you you see basically you go to a page that is where you like type in what all the faction what happens during what what the different factions did between sessions okay and then that information shows up on the factions pages as well as your session prep for the next session oh that's cool so that um because one of the things that i've been prepping is so you prep an action for each for each faction or for a certain number of factions and then i've just ri- written a rumor summary so the thing that, oh, cool. that so the thing that happens in the faction turn tracks and displays all of the the like the statistics of like what did they roll what was the action they took okay the faction on the faction page it carries over just the information of like what was the action that they took in the narrative and then okay. in the session prep it just carries over the what was the rumor because that's what I'm going nice. to be when I open my session notes that's what I'm going to be telling the that's players. what you're going to be based yeah that's that's so anyway, nice to have i've made it uh wicked complicated but <laughs> uh, i think it's it's pretty good um yeah so the only thing i think you don't have really is like a what what the game is like part of rad crawl like what how, where where are we playing where are the dungeons what are the what is the bad guys like it's dungeon crawls yeah i mean i think um, that's the easy part though so yeah uh yeah because like thing- I'm, I'm probably going to want to make some monsters uh, if I want to, if I am feeling like, if I'm feeling like really sticking to theme, I'll have the monsters generated in this similar sort of way. So that when you're GMing, you're pulling from a monster list that's a little bit different. Uh, but like, there's uh, there's something to be said for just saying like, hey, here's a, here's a little monster manual. Uh Use some monsters. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you couldn't. Um, hmm, you could so, probably use like D and D monsters if I set the HP correctly. Yeah, you know? like I'm yeah. using a D twenty. I'm using polyhedral the, dice. The flip side of that is, um, you so, so like again, I've got Lancer on the brain, so I'm just gonna keep talking about Lancer. The way that you, you could do, probably use Lancer. How high is HP in Lancer? Um, it's probably within the right range, actually. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, L- enemies are Lancer. So, like the interesting thing that Lancer does to generate NPCs is you have a number of archetypes. This is where okay. I think like you could model your thing after this. So you yeah. have a number of archetypes that you um that are like broken up into like the defender, attacker, controller, support kind of archetypes mm. and there's like yeah. different versions within them and really the only thing that's in there is like what is their movement what is their their defense um what is the one ability that they start with as a, as, a, as a default and what's the weapon they have so it yeah. like, just sort of tells you that and then there are templates you can put on top of them so okay. you can say like this is a veteran version of this or this is a grunt version of this this is a, a pirate version of this this is a um uh, I know you a, mean like uh, some kind of like outlaw faction, but I'm I am just immediately pictured you're just on the high seats. I mean that that is not far off from what okay. it is. <laughs> that is actually like very close. Um, the pirate uh, is it is a it, like I like literally also so in my campaign we are also just literally playing pirates. Like the map of the stars I made is just literally the map of the Caribbean, uh, and That's I amazing. just replaced all the islands with stars. 
and uh, and so like the characters are pirate hunters, and yeah. so the the enemies are pirates who like talk like pirates, and their mechs look like pirates, and they uh, uh, they have a lot of like that's where they have a lot of like breachers and people who have like uh, harpoons and stuff like that. Perfect. Um, there's a whole company that makes mechs that are th- called things like the Blackbeard, the Drake, the, the Tortuga, <laughs> the Raleigh, the Nelson. Um, so, like, there's definitely some pirate stuff there's to this. There's just straight up pirates. But it makes it really easy to go, okay, well, here's this, like, base character that just is, like, I know that this NPC, like, main class is, like, it's all about moving fast to deal damage. And then let's okay. give it this, this like, grunt archetype. Yeah. Um, or template, which then means that just it does the normal thing, but it only has one health. Yeah. So now I can put four of them in instead. And so I've just got four quick guys that I can throw. And okay, and then here's another one. Uh, but the archetype I'm going to give this one is that it's an elite. So this one's a little bit stronger. This one is from space, so it can do some extra flying. Uh, this one's actually a vehicle, so it's not a mech at all. It's just a tank. Uh, and so it can't, it can only move in straight lines and has to turn slowly and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so- and it means it makes it really easy to like just quickly like kind of add uh, a bunch of templates to things. Yeah. And make a bunch of, of things that feel, that feel different. Feel different. Um, but where you then as the GM can kind of like lay the aesthetic on top of it, whatever you yeah. want. And so maybe a thing like that's, that's kind of where I was getting was like, maybe if you have like some like five or six core templates or yeah. core, uh, core types of NPCs with a whole bunch of templates that give them an extra ability or an extra weapon and then just let the GMs kind of like flavor it however they want. I feel like that totally makes sense. Like uh, maybe in this room, we run into a thing that is like functionally like two in two different rooms. You run into the same bad guy who is mechanically the same. Yeah. The players don't necessarily know that, but one of them is a really tall kobold and one of them is a, uh, a really short goblin. <laughs> and yeah, like, like mechanically the same, but they feel different. And there's a part of me that's like so ridiculous that I'm like, and those tables need to be different for each player. Uh, but that's probably maybe well, I don't know. I'm still playing a little bit with that side of things, but like I, I do definitely think it would be fun to be able to like, e- even if it isn't randomly generated, I want players to be able to advance as GMs. I think, interesting. and like be able to get cool stuff. Well, that's where on like, that side of it too, because that feels very. That's where I was sort of thinking: what if your deck became like a deck that you used to GM with when you weren't yeah. playing. Like, are, is there something there there's, you could pull to generate I like there's monsters? something there. Um, what if there was like a, a default set of characters uh, of NPCs and monsters and stuff like that, that were like true for everyone that you could just pull from. Yeah. Um, but then each of your decks had like a specific subset of monsters who were like uh, primary rivals to your characters um, mm. And you would you would run into them, and they would advance um, like a nemesis or something, or or even or even that the if the GM isn't playing, then then the monsters could be things related to your little civilizations that you've developed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if you have. Uh, if you've got like a swampy, if you've got a class that's all swampy, 
then you've got some monsters that go with that that are all swampy that you can use. And you can, like, level up your swamp stuff in some way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, like, like you would almost want to say, okay, so here's we have um, you have a deck full of items. So maybe the the uh, items and abilities and stuff like that. So maybe if I'm so if I'm GMing, maybe I roll on the the like the core archetype and on the template thing. Yeah, and I now know that this one monster is going to be a uh, uh, a large cobalt, and then I draw yeah. two cards from my deck. And he gets a harpoon and a sword or a shield. Oh, that's true. And the, yeah. and those are maybe shields that like you, the player, saw me, the play a player playing with when someone else was GMing once. But yeah. because that character died, it went back into the deck, and now now some cobalt has my harpoon. Yeah, and then and then the cobalt maybe can advance it if the cobalt wins. <laughs> that's true. Give the give the GM the power to to advance also because if you're if you're playing. And the, if the GM has played a whole bunch, they'd have a theoretically powerful deck. Yeah. What if, as the GM, all of the loot that the people draw come from your deck? So it's like, we kill the monsters, the room is going to give us five loot, so I put my five cards down on the table, and everyone gets to choose from my cards, and they take my cards um, to make it so that you have to rotate who's GMing, or else mm. the one friend runs out of cards. <laughs> Well, remember they're digital cards, so that <laughs> okay. But what if they're what if they're physical cards? What what if they're? <laughs> uh, I think there there is definitely a way that that could be done. You know, I I really like I I really like the because I because I love that moment where, um, as like you as players step into a room and you see a monster wielding the sword that you knew your friend had. Yeah, a, a month ago. And That's like, fun, and it adds a new story element to that. Yeah, because that that also just means like I think you probably don't want every single monster to have like a fancy weapon that does a yeah. whole bunch of things, just because of. But you like, haven't you know, probably leveled up. All yeah, that's true. You probably haven't deck. leveled up, and I think that that basic like when you start out your game, when you start playing, you'll basically be doing you'll be using like a default weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, your weapons will be a little bit different even before they're upgraded, maybe? Or they might just... Like, it might be that you get... A, that the first time you get your lightning sword, it is just a sword. Uh, and then you level it up, and it gets the lightning power. Mm-hmm. Or it gets additional lightning power, something like that. Uh, I've also kind of walked backwards into like a Pokemon type <laughs> setup that I think maybe I am intentional about that monsters have weaknesses because that's okay you know why not yeah that'd be easy uh because like that also weaknesses a, or like yeah like elemental weaknesses really probably cornbread maybe not maybe additional cor- yeah um but yeah I, I I really like the idea that that you run into stuff that you're that that you yeah, might have seen before. Fun. It makes the world feel. I think it's a. I think that giving weapons that players have used to NPCs when they are GMing is a yeah. really cheap way, uh, like cheap, um, cost wise way to make the world feel lived in. Yeah, agreed. 
man, so maybe, maybe as a GM, you're getting some space. Cause like part of the idea with this is that it's really easy, that it should be really easy to pick up and play by just like hitting generate, grabbing a couple things done. Yeah. But that if you want to, you can have some like cool, lonely fun with it. Mm -hmm. So maybe where the lonely fun on the GM side is, is getting to like spend some time going like, these are the abilities that my arena has. And so like when you're going to an arena, you might be going to like a generic arena, but you could be going to an arena that is like specifically connected to one of the classes that you Mm -hmm. have. Right. Yeah. I just really like the idea of like, I'm, I'm really attached to the idea that, that when you are a player, you have a bunch of cards and stuff that represent that character. And then yeah. if you have to GM, you just like flip them all over and <laughs> now it's GM tools or something like that. Like I love that I love that idea that that your your world can grow. Yeah. Def- that is that's definitely gonna have to be an important thing in it. Maybe maybe the different maybe the cards we're inside you all along. Yes. The, the cards weapon cards. The real cards are the friends we made along the way. The weapon cards at this time are a form, an element, and a special ability. So there's no reason that those couldn't very easily become monsters. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. like, uh, and that gives you elemental weaknesses too. It gives you elemental weaknesses right away. And you just basically can interpret the cards in a different way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. So that it goes like, you know, like, oh, this is a knife. A knife means that your character, that your monster has four HP and does, has a knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like when you end up going against the super cool blood sword like the players know it because you're describing this thing and they're like wait is that that blood sword thing and you're like yeah yeah Yeah. you need to have an item that is the friends you made along the way (laughs) it's a weapon um yeah because inside you because that no because because that moment when you it's your only weapon and it's like cool the weapon, you my my only weapon is the friends I made along the way. That sounds really great, but I don't have a weapon. <laughs> um, so that, that's oh, what man. I got. That's my last bad idea for this episode. I like. I really like this interpretation for the uh, yeah for the monsters made of weapons. Yeah, I think that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, each monster is one weapon, and then they get that yeah. weapon. And like that lets you. And that means anytime you're expanding your deck. You're also getting a new monster thing. Yeah. As a GM. It also means that if you add more cards to your deck, you're weakening the overall strength of your deck. Because your advances are more spread out. Yeah. That is technically true. (laughs) Which adds replayability. Yes. (laughs) But also, like, I love... I, I, I. 
Okay, so it also okay. So this that that okay. So this for real though. That <laughs> the the you have to give away. You have to rotate between who's gming so that one person doesn't have to give away their cards. Was the fake thing, but like yeah. the real thing that's like okay, we need to rotate who's gming. Uh, so it's not always just Brandon. Is because like if it's always Brandon, then like those weapons and those monsters that we're fighting are leveling up while we're fighting him. And, oh, his deck is really hard. <laughs> like it's it's really like it's a, well, that's a tough. Let- map to go into let the gm get more ability oh the the gm gets more advances than the players yeah something like that (laughs) yeah because you're seeing more cards because if if because if like if the way that it works is like i run into like if i'm playing and i start off with one weapon one card drawn and then um and then i i over the course of that game, maybe I get a total of like five items. Yeah. When I die, we advance them or whatever, whatever the advancement system is. So I've maybe yeah. advanced like five cards over the course of that session. But as the GM, I'm drawing like five cards per room. <laughs> <laughs> so my deck is advancing faster. Yeah. Maybe maybe the GM gets to advance any card that kills a player. <laughs> yeah. 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 Obviously, that's actually really good. I didn't even, I didn't even like say that because I assumed that's, that was just a given. Like, obviously, if you kill a player with one of the cards, that card advances. Yeah, that actually kind of works. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's so good. Yeah, me too. We just need to figure out a way to make this. I, I, virtual I think card game. Yeah, because I, I, I know how to generate Excel stuff from like decks. Like that's like that's super easy. I can do that all day. Uh, I know how to randomize an Excel, and as soon as you change any other cell, it re-randomizes. <laughs> yeah. Which I know I could fix for myself very easily, but I don't want to tell people, do this, and then select all, and then, like, paste values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's not very user-friendly. There's probably a way around that. There's got to be a way around it. I, just, I would just need to, like, look it up. I'm pretty Set good up a Excel. macro or something. Yeah. Dave, our friend, our roommate, my roommate, our friend Dave is also very good at at uh, yeah. Uh, Google, here's the word I'm looking at. He wrote a script for work that grabs things from like what, two pages and then like pulls them into an array and repurposes them all and then spits them out on a different sheet. That's cool. It, it was I very mean, cool. The coolest thing to do would be to go on to like, to like have like a little website. Yeah, like a did you hit a button? What like CompCon? Oh, I wasn't even saying, I mean, that would be the truly coolest thing, is to have a CompCon slash Oh, just a website D&D that generates beyond. the... Yeah, because, like, you know, like, there's all those websites now that you, like, hit and it generates a character. Yeah. If it, like, hit and then you, like, download an you, Excel you mean, file. You mean behind the name.com? <laughs> I use that so much. No, I mean, like, um, uh, what is that? Vanilla, vanilla Game? It's a game by Jared Sinclair. Mm-hmm. It's available at VanillaGame.com card with two r's dot co and it's a whole little game i haven't looked too much into it it looks like uh like like a kind of like dungeon crawly game a little bit osr it has some it has some nice cool stuff in there because it's an entire game in a card site which is amazing and beautiful uh but it has a it has a character generator that you just kind of like click a button and it makes it right. So like imagine that, but it gives you an Excel file, you know, 
But also, I can just go to BehindTheName.com and learn about Theodore Hunter Blackburn, uh, uh, a man from Memphis, Tennessee. He's 37 years old. He was born at 7.13 a.m. on November 14th, 1984. I forgot uh, they he, made a full one, too. He has, he has a, a blood type of A+. Plus. He weighs 146 pounds. He's 5'2". He dies in on September 11th. Uh, 2061 at 1048 p.m. of an unspecified illness. Yeah, what's his strength? Um, because uh, he's right here. I've got Fridobertus Keclamanonakis, uh, vocation scribe, level one class fighter, strength 10, dex 6, con 10, in 15, whiz 8, charisma 14. I've got a handful of peppercorns and a pig ear. <laughs> Dulcie Allen is from Virginia. She's gonna die of heart disease when she's 86. Uh, anyway it would be super cool to have like one of those things that just kicks in and lets you make all the stuff even if it's just making it to export so that you've got the excel file in front of you yeah that'd be cool that also sounds really doable yeah that might be the way to like that might be the way to generate your your deck of cards or your deck whatever you just go to a website click a button it generates a whole bunch of stuff you copy out into an excel spreadsheet that's uh, yeah or like Copy it out into an Excel sheet or comma-separated values that you can toss in. Yeah. Or even a full sheet. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> that's that's all that's all for tech stuff to figure out later. Yeah. Um, right now I just need to come up with abilities and information and subtypes and damage <laughs> and tags and all that stuff. Yeah. The um, easy stuff. Yeah, the easy stuff. Just <laughs> the game design but, part. Like what what is really fun and cool with this thing is like if if I make if I choose a new thing, right? This is all very D and D feeling, so it doesn't need to be super complicated. If I'm like I want to have uh, whips in this game, then I come up with the cool gimmick for the whip. Mm-hmm. I choose its damage amount. I give it any tags if that's appropriate, and just drop it in. And I drop it in, and now I've got seven hundred whips. Yeah, because it, they've been they can re randomize with any of the other stuff. It's pretty good. That whips. That it does. <laughs> uh, I just I, need to get this done before done and published before Halloween, so I can do the Halloween cards for yes. people to uh, to generate. That's how we do. That's that's maybe <laughs> literally how we do everything that we've ever <laughs> <laughs> we've ever done. I'm thinking about how oh, we launched oh Guardian God. City, where you were like, that's hey, how we need. We need to do a we need to do a Halloween episode for Protean City. So we worked backwards from there and decided when we were going to launch. No, wait, James. It gets worse because Metatopia is around Halloween mm-hmm. too. Yeah, so you've got so a- Pasión de las Pasiones and a Space Between had the yeah. same thing. Yep. Yep. Halloween. So yeah, yeah. I guess it'll be on by Halloween. Well. Okay, so I think we need to wrap this episode up before I come up with more bad ideas or you too concretely promise something to people uh, for this version of the game you've redesigned seven times. (laughs) (laughs) But I I really like this one. I do too, yeah. Yeah, Uh, I think I like this one more than I've liked any of the other ones. So if you (laughs) know how to make physical playing cards that can randomize themselves, uh, then reach out to us on twitter together we are at stop back and roll or individually i am at and the meltdowns and i'm at b leon gambetta we have a website it's www.stopbackandroll.com for all of our episodes and some of the things we have been working on 
We make this podcast the support of our of our very forgiving Patreon backers, like Ryan Goldstein, who became a new backer recently, as well as some of our old favorites, like Megan Cross, Devin Preston, Spencer Austin, David Gibb, Tavern Tales, Justin Hunter, Chad Owen, Scott Paladin, and Rogue Schindler. If you'd like to help support this show and any future shows we make, you can check us out on Pro- on Patreon at patreon.com slash stop hack and roll. If you can't support us financially, support our community by becoming a part of it. Come tell us about the games you're working on and uh, what really interests you about rolling dice. Join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stophackandroll.com. As you're happily walking out of your local game store with a deck full of one-time use monsters, don't forget to stop, hack, and roll. Brandon is discovering for the first time, having loaded this this doc that I have written in this in this notes field here. Radborg, Radcrawl, the trading card game, the video game, the RPG, and Radcoin, powered by blockchain. <laughs> Radcoin made me so sad. <laughs> uh, uh, so I feel like this is still wrong. Hmm. Is it? What number is this? What number are we? Why do I have a folder just called James on my computer? <laughs> Who am That's I? Where you are? <laughs> what happens if I delete it? Don't uh, know. Don't delete it. You'll be deleted. <laughs>